fixed you spaghettios and meatballs. Yep. Why? It gets delicious. Why else? Well, maybe she fixed them for you because they're more than just delicious. Did you know they contain more vitamin A than a glass of whole milk? Vitamin A? And as much protein as a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Protein? Even more iron than Brussels sprouts. What's a Brussels sprout? Kids may not know what's nutritious, but they do know what's delicious. Franco American is more than just delicious. One of the most bizarre side effects of having lost the ability to eat a wide variety of foods and to a large extent even eating solid food, uh, particularly as it's progressed over the last year or so, is that I have a lot of weird food fantasies. Like, I fantasize about food a lot. And at first it was pretty obvious. I was, like, fantasizing about foods that I really missed eating. Like, I always joke about, um, you know, fantasizing about pulled pork sandwiches and having dreams about them because I haven't had one in probably 10 years. But it was something that I really loved the taste of. But also, I've noticed recently, like, just in the last couple of months, as it's gotten really, really bad because I'm on a very very, 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 like, super restricted, mostly not even solid food type of diet, which is so bland and depressing, that I really, really started having nostalgia food trips. And I think part of it's just fueled by the overall sense of nostalgia that just exists for 90s kids anyway right now. I don't know of that. And I am also right around the corner from my 27th birthday, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just having 90s throwbacks in general. But what's interesting is that I'm fantasizing a lot about not, like, necessarily foods that I ate as a kid, but just foods that I know were really popular when I was a kid. And one of the things that I thought about for no particular reason earlier this week, and I like ruminated on for a long time and like, and I actually spent like a lot of my energy thinking about and like conjuring up the memory in my head, even though I definitely only had this food a couple of times and definitely only when I went to like friends' houses or something, was SpaghettiOs. So I hadn't thought about SpaghettiOs in years. And I'm, like I said, it was wasn't even a food I ate a lot and I really had no reason to be thinking about it. I don't know, I, like I just had a real hankering for it for some reason. And I mean, I can't eat it and I wouldn't even try. But honestly, it probably wouldn't be that hard to digest. I mean, it's just a simple carb. It's basically literally just like pasta and some sauce and a lot of preservatives. Anyway, so I actually was like, I gotta Google this. Like, I mean, I always love doing episodes about weird food origins. Like I think the Slim Jims episode is one of the best ones I've done. I loved that episode. SpaghettiOs also did not disappoint. So SpaghettiOs are like a Campbell's soup thing. So Campbell's makes canned soups and they also make other canned like ravioli type things, but also SpaghettiOs, which are really not really a ravioli, nor are they soup. They're kind of like a canned meal, if you will. So Campbell's had a division in the 50s and 60s and maybe even a little longer than that that was known as Franco-American. And there was a guy who worked there named Donald Gork, who became known as the daddy-o of SpaghettiOs, which is like the most 60s thing I've ever heard. So he actually did a lot of stuff at Campbell's. Uh, he also is the person we have to thank for the line of chunky soups. <laughs> Gosh. Um, but anyway, so Gork died a couple years ago, but according to one of his sons, one of the reasons that he was so successful while he was at the company is that he took market research super seriously. So when he was pitching and developing new products, he really, really thought about 
things from a statistical standpoint, like a numbers standpoint, because that's what his background was in. So in the 1960s, Campbell's was like, you know what really pisses moms off? The mess that kids make when they try to eat spaghetti. And spaghetti, of course, probably still is a pasta dish that is like a staple in like every American household because it's very quick and cheap and easy and tasty and you can do a lot of things with it. Like it's actually a pretty versatile meal. And so being in the prepared soup and canned meals game as they were, Campbell's was like, what if we could find a way to make mess-free spaghetti that kids would actually eat? So Gork was down for the challenge, which proved to actually not be very difficult at all. In fact, he didn't even have to do market testing for the product because he just tried out a couple of pasta shapes and it really became obvious very quickly that circles, or rather O's, were kind of the only and most obvious choice. Though he did try out spacemen, cowboys, stars, and various sport balls before settling on something simple, uh, which honestly, I mean, the circular shape of the sports balls probably led him to the circles that became the O's. So O's were ideal for a number of reasons. Unlike long pieces of pasta, they were neat, they stayed on the spoon, they were kind of cute, and I mean, in terms of product, they actually held up really well when canned. What's interesting though is that not all of the O's are identical, and maybe you've never looked that closely at them, but they are actually varied in size, and that's intentional. So they're just sliced up tube pastas, many of which you're probably familiar with. Ditali, Ditalini, Tubetti, and Tubatini. So the optimal number of O's per can is 1,750, and they can make at the factory about 600 cans per minute. So the headquarters is in Salt Lake City, and they make about 8,000 servings of SpaghettiOs a day. So other than the O's, the other thing that is very distinct and that I can actually conjure up in my mind about SpaghettiOs is the flavor of the sauce, which is kind of tangy almost. And the reason is that the tomato sauce is mixed with cheese, but not necessarily one of the like first choices for pasta dishes, which would probably be something like Parmesan. It's actually mixed with cheddar cheese, and that is what gives it the tangy flavor. So this is a cheese that is also enzymatically enhanced with rennet, which hardens it, and according to Campbell's, they source their cheese from where else but Wisconsin. And as an aside, they also get their tomatoes for their tomato sauce slash paste, uh, mostly from California. Now, other than the original Just O's variety, there are also mini meatballs and sliced franks versions of SpaghettiOs. Now, sliced franks are meant to be like a hot dog, like it vaguely resembles hot dog pieces, but the hot dogs are actually just something that vaguely resembles meat parts, so it's like meat miscellany, uh, mechanically separated meat miscellany. But the meatballs in the mini meatball version are pork and beef, which kind of makes sense because in terms of meatballs, those are actually usually the meats you use for those. But the franks, or the hot dogs, are pork, beef, and chicken with natural flavors, which in the context of mixed meats, I honestly don't think I really want to know what that might be. Anyway, so over the 50-some years that they have been on the market, that recipe has actually remained very consistent, mostly because it works. But the shapes have changed, and so usually they are a tie-in to some kind of cartoon character that's popular with kids. So they've had a Where's Waldo one, which I think I actually remember. Superheroes, Disney princesses, Garfield, Dora the Explorer, Super Mario, Ren and Stimpy, Star Wars, ABCs, much like the ABCs soups, uh, which I'm guessing is just the same pasta but put into a different can. <laughs> and then the most hilarious one to me is that at one point they actually made SpaghettiOs spaghetti, which is literally just canned spaghetti, when like the whole point of SpaghettiOs was to fucking avoid spaghetti. So anyway, I think that's like the best one because it's, it's very like self-referential. And of course, 
course, you cannot talk about SpaghettiOs without the jingle. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. The Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs jingle debuted in 1965 and was sung by Jimmy Rogers. It was actually based on his 1958 tune, Oh, Oh, I'm Falling in Love Again. 